listening to Citizen Confidential on iTunes or on Google Play. I'm Braxton. I'm Vince. I'm Michelle. And I'm Jason. Here comes a jingle. You're listening to Citizen Confidential, a podcast for the Colorado County Citizen. This week, our sponsor for this podcast is Columbus ISD. I was talking to some people yesterday, and they were asking me questions about this. A lot of folks are confused. I'm just, I know I'm leaving off names. Forgive me, y'all. There's too many names in your all schools. Your kids are too good. Uh, we stayed outside a lot and having fun before we realized there was stuff inside to do, too. <laughs> <laughs> We are back. I hope you enjoyed that jam. Uh, we are here talking about the brand new newspaper. It just came out yesterday. For some of you, you got it today. Vince, what are we looking at on the front page? Well, I'll tell you what. The biggest story uh, in this week's paper is elections, not just the results, but uh, a little bit of the uproar uh, that's occurred, surprisingly or not surprisingly, rather, from Eagle Lake. And you course. were pulling an all-nighter on Saturday, right? Like, just about. Yeah. I think I was finally done uh, by about 11.15 up here at the office. We went live at 10.30, so after everybody watched uh, the news, uh, you know, I, I went live and, and on our Facebook page so we could go over the results. But right. the biggest election story in the county actually is the Rice Consolidated Independent School District bond. Uh, that's a $9.9 million bond, and that doesn't seem like a lot of money when it comes to school construction or renovation, but it really is. That's new roofs for every one of their campuses, I believe. That is new band uniforms, new band instruments, a new uh, softball, baseball complex redesign, a weight room, a new science labs of the high school, just a ton of stuff, and it passed overwhelmingly. Uh, the other big election story comes out of Eagle Lake, um, again, not surprisingly, where you had a number of people that wrote in uh, former Mayor Renee Cooper um, as a mayoral candidate against Mary Parr. Now, what most people don't realize about Texas election law is that if you want to be a write-in candidate and have those votes counted, you actually have to file. Um, in shortly after the regular filing period, you have to file that a, a declaration of write-in candidacy. Uh, Mrs. Cooper did not file one, and so she understands, you know, that that her votes aren't being counted. But she says at least 100, uh, 150 people voted for her based on what what. Um, her conversations with people in the community and um, also, yeah if she had gotten more votes she can't win. she can't win if she'd gotten a thousand votes and Mary Parr had gotten four votes Mary Parr would still be the mayor because she was not a certified write-in candidate but people didn't know that right well people didn't know that that was the law and also um, the 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 desire to write her in came very late within the last month and, and filing was well, over the controversy before with her that happened after, after the, they had already closed. Correct. The after ability. they had closed the polls, there were, right. uh, we were made aware from a number of citizens in Eagle Lake about allegations that, people who should not have been were in the count room. We learned from the city of Eagle Lake that the ballots are actually counted at the community center, not at City Hall. They were counted behind locked doors as they should be, and then they were escorted by police officers with the election judges to City Hall. So the issue now becomes who, you know, their people are still upset over who was in City Hall because there was about an hour to an hour and a half delay from the time the ballots arrived at City Hall um, until the time they were. they were extra ballots, is that correct? No, that was in the countywide race. Countywide yes. Races. So in the, the countywide race for House District 13, the turnout was so heavy that they did not have enough ballots in precinct four. Wow. So they ended up actually doing about 40 ballots that had to be hand counted because they were not on the the exact iPads. form that can go through the Scantron. Wow. So a heavy turnout throughout the election. And in we're going to have a County. runoff in that race, correct? That's correct. However, Jill Wolfskill and Ben Lamont have agreed that whoever wins the 
May 22nd runoff for the Republican nomination will drop out of the special election race, and then there will be no July runoff. I see. It's it's a little bit complicated and confusing because if there was going to be a runoff in this, people would have voted, I think, five times in that wow. race. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, my head hurts just trying to even analyze this. I'm so glad we have you here. <laughs> we, have, we have some new Rice, uh, well, we have some new Eagle Lake City Council members, and we yes, have some we new Weimar School Board members. Mm-hmm. That's correct. April McLinka uh, won one of the spots on the Weimar. Uh, the Weimar City Council and then I believe no, Weimar. Weimar School Board Weimar School Board, Board. you're correct yeah. Weimar School Weimar. Board and then uh, Ms. Strickland won another one of those spots on the school board there and then in Eagle Lake Eve Lucas will be one of the new council members along with uh, Anthony Johnson so the incumbents in Eagle Lake were uh, very handily ousted after the controversy that's gone on over there in well, the last month a and of, a half they've wow. had a lot of stuff going on in truly Lake. they have yes and, and, and uh, as opposed to that uh, Weimar's under a different scenario for for their new uh, electoral candidates. Um, right. We had Bruce mm-hmm. Beale passed away. Yeah, Bruce yeah. Beale passed yeah. away, and Mary you. Nelson decided not to run again. Yeah. Yes. yes. So. Yeah. So, and that was her, a relative of hers, I believe, was also on the. Bernadette on Nelson Weatherspoon, yes. Uh, yes. I believe, was but one of the But she did not win. She did not win. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Well, good. All right. Uh, Jason, uh, uh, you know what? It's taken on. Is there anything else on the front page we need to cover real quick? Well, oh, I know we, we did have um, earlier. We have Gadinki going on this weekend, but we also did have Charlie Hertzik in a little while ago, and we did a little bit of an interview with him. And listen to this. Well, everybody, we have Charlie and Rita Hertzik here. Charlie is our Not Your Average Citizen this week from Weimar. What, what was it like to be interviewed, Charlie? It was wonderful. I enjoyed it. It brought about me. She didn't know way back there. I learned a lot about you. I, I didn't. I didn't know that you were everybody's child, and that it, you know how you grew up in Weimar inside the hamburger place slash beer joint slash grocery store. Right. That's so interesting. My grandpa also had a store in Weimar. Yes, he did. I remember him having a store in Weimar, Texas. So was he your competition? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> we all were both open at the same time. Uh, basically, yes. Yeah. Oh, that's so and, neat. Of course, your grandpa's store was a great place, too. You, if you couldn't find it anywhere else, he had it. He, he could work on your wells and all that good stuff. Rita, what did you learn about your husband from the interview in The Citizen? I just learned all the things that he did as a youth growing up until he graduated school. I had no idea that he worked with the eggs like he did and the farmers. Oh, yes. I mean, I learned an awful lot about my husband. I had no idea that he was. One of my favorite parts was when I was reading that all these little older ladies used to spoil him rotten. (laughs) Oh, yes. When I married him and started working at the local pharmacy, they would just chew me out every day and telling me how mean I was to my husband because I didn't cook for him, I didn't clean his house. And I told him, when I married him, I told him I didn't do any of that. And he said, okay. Charlie loves you for other reasons. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> she, she's a real good soulmate. That's when that's really what counts. Well, yeah. thank you all so much for sharing your story with us in this week's Citizen. Um, if you want to read a, read about more about Charlie and more about Rita of Weimer, pick up this copy, this week's copy of The Citizen, and learn more about them. Thank you, Charlie. Thank you, Miss Rita. Thank, Thank you. Y'all. That was a lot of fun. What was it like to interview them? 
You know what I mean? Oh, it's fun. I've I know known, you know them. them. Yeah. yeah, I've known them for so long, and they're such wonderful people, so visible and active in the community, giving back to the community. It was just an honor to be able to feature them and, and tell a little bit more about their story. Yeah. What's the hidden parts about uh, Charlie that most wouldn't know? That's a good, yes, <laughs> yes, I, I yes. think that one of the hidden parts that most people wouldn't know is that uh, at a very early age, when he was about three and a half, he lost his father. And so he grew up without a father for a number of years until his mother remarried. And so he's always kind of said that he was raised by the community. And his wife, he married late in life in his 50s. His wife told me when I was interviewing them for the, the print story that all of the ladies in Weimar that had been mothering him for all those years just thought she was so yeah. mean to him. She talked know? about so. that some more during during that during that podcast. Yeah, that so was, that was interesting. That was hilarious. And, you know, I, she's, and I, 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 I couldn't say this because I was producing it, but she was honest in what she, she told certainly that Rita is always honest <laughs> yes <laughs> God love her. yeah so Jason we got playoffs and stuff like that happening right so what's going on in the world of not much now <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the, the, we're we're well, we uh, had playoffs happen, I guess. Yeah, yeah, we had playoffs. Yeah, that's the operative word. Is uh, yeah, I, had. Think, I think we still have track going on this weekend. Yes, we do. And, and you're going to be there. Yeah, so I'll be in uh at the UT Austin uh, Mike A. Meyer Stadium, uh, the the usual uh, uh, hangout spot for UIL state track accomplished athletes. Who are you uh, going to cover this year? We're going to have once again, as y'all are used to in Eagle Lake, the Rice Lady, Lady Raiders. Raiders. Four by four team, the four by four hundred meter relay team. Now uh, is this yeah. the same team or part of the team? Now team part of it is. Part years? of it is. I mean, uh, i.e., uh, one returner to that team is uh, Larissa Mancias. Yes, um, Larissa. but they do have a a, a, a slightly different composite uh, to their team as How they did last do? season. <laughs> Man, they've been pretty darn yeah, impeccable this like, year. Yeah. And traditionally. You, you you rice fans y'all know y'all y'all got some fast kids on on that side of the Raider county. country. Uh, uh, regardless of anything else, yeah, y'all always show up and show out. So I'm I'm expecting a a, a medal. I actually saw a former, I very much am this morning. I saw a former Lady Raider alumni lady, and she was like, "Hey, I remember you used to do sports," and I was like, "And you used to play volleyball." Yeah. <laughs> now, I know we have Weimer going in golf because I got yes, we do, and, and baseball, and, that, and that's, yeah. that's, that's, that's this week playoffs. for a couple of the things. The state, though, I think uh, is this weekend. In the, golf. the state, mm-hmm. yes. This no, next week. The weekend. state starts. Uh, well, let's see. For the then boys, the is Friday, Saturday, right? Friday, Saturday. That's why he does. And the that's at all. Yeah. Well, shoot, y'all know I got a short memory. I can't even remember what I wrote. Um, and then they'll be at uh, Roy Kaiser in Austin uh, Friday, Saturday. The boys will, the boys team, uh, for golf. And then the girls will uh, make their approach towards Austin uh, this time, uh, that time next week for Friday, Saturday, the God, 20, uh, line, 20th and 21st. Sounds yeah. about right. I think... If not, y'all have a calendar. Forgive my forgive my uh, isn't with, lack with, of forward with, with, with girls golf. Isn't that Morrison? That is Corey Morrison. Corey Morrison, the and then you got uh, Marcus McNeil, uh, who everyone knows from both golf and uh, basketball. He's a basketball, basketball uh, coach. assistant coach on the the football team. Yeah, he he gets around a lot. Uh, I, I think to me, he's probably one of the best coaching mentors uh, in Colorado County. Shout out to you, Marcus. Um, yeah, so he'll have the, the boys out there this week, and they've been pretty, uh, pretty, uh, an infallible team as well. well. It's, so, it's crazy to me that Morrison is out. It's his first year at Rymer, right? It's, I, I think so. You know what? 
Don't have me lying on that I'm one. I'm pretty sure. Oh, uh, you, you might he, be right. Last year he coached. He coached in Columbus. He coached. I remember. Ah, him. ah, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. He did. He didn't did their basketball coach across. also come from Columbus? Coaching shifts. The, the the paradigm shifts. Oh, they happen pretty regularly. Uh, you'll have those come from Weimar to Schulenburg to Columbus or Angleton. Actually, that's a segue for you. Got a new leadership over in Sheridan Elementary. Of yes, former that's Weimar. Look at that. That's exactly Dude, that, hey, right. see, I, I, I set it up, Vince. I set it up Thank for you. Thank you very much, Kobe. Now I've got to we'll find, get back to my sports, I but I want to. I want to hear more about Rice. <laughs> yeah, I'm a big so, proponent of Rice CISD. A, 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 a lady named Janet Lumpkins, who's been at Angleton ISD for a number of years and is an alum of Sheridan Elementary and also a Rice Consolidated High School graduate is going to be replacing the retiring uh, Mike Keaton at Sheridan Elementary and she was hired uh, early in the morning on Monday or excuse me on Tuesday by the Rice Consolidated Independent Board Oh because you called I mean you called Hefner like in your yeah I remember Mm -hmm. yeah yeah Yep, because I thought that meeting for some reason was at 7.30 at night it was at 7.30 in the morning so that's okay we got it in though That's awesome (laughs) That's so cool uh, I'm going to completely shift gears. Yeah, so yeah, mind. Can you it. tell me why the Columbus uh, Cemetery needs our help? Yes, I can. So the Oddfellows Rest Cemetery in Columbus, which is actually two cemeteries combined into one that's over near the high school, they need community help because it's a very large and very old cemetery. And obviously, uh, many of the descendants of those people are, are not around here anymore. And so it's left to people in the community that do have relatives in that cemetery and that care about historic preservation to care for it. How far back do the dates it. go? Do you have an idea? Yes, I do. The dates in that cemetery cemetery actually go back uh, to 1871 wow. uh, was one of the first burials there and there are a lot of prominent Columbusites buried in that cemetery a number of the Stafford Townsend feud victims are in that cemetery um, and one of my favorite graves was Thomas Haslip Garner who was an 18 war of 1812 veteran and he was wow. I believe a doctor here in Columbus those graves are really rare to find west of the Mississippi River so when I saw that one I thought that was pretty neat um, but we uh, do they we, need donations no. they money need donations and they, and they need volunteers, volunteers. They need volunteers. And, 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 like recently and they some had of the, the problems that they have because I know a lot of cemeteries uh, in rural mm-hmm. counties have problems tracking some of these gravestones back yes. to those mid 1800s uh, be it weather worn mm-hmm. uh, headstones to where they don't even know who or where some of the graves are. Yes, and so that's an issue with Osage Cemetery that we wrote about a few weeks ago where Mm -hmm. there are a number of unmarked graves that don't know where they are. The Oddfellows Rest Cemetery, though, is a cemetery because it was run by the Independent Order of Oddfellows for a number of years. They have good records. They pretty well, even if a stone is worn out, I think they know who is there and, and how long they've been there. But if... For example, Alleyton Cemetery, which is smaller than this, it costs thirteen hundred dollars to mow that every time they mow it. So imagine if you're buying a plot for five, six, seven hundred dollars. You know, you're not even paying the mowing bill yeah. on those cemeteries. They mow? Each time they mow, and that's just an Alleyton. This cemetery is bigger. And imagine you can't just run a you know a Husqvarna through this cemetery. Right. I mean, you've you've got to hand mow a lot of this. So I don't even I know. How I need to get into landscaping. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but that's one thing. They they need help. They need volunteers to come out and, and do things periodically like pick up pick up limbs and things that fall in the cemetery you know help clean gravestones and, and you know that's a that's the most historic cemetery in Columbus it needs people How in Columbus to take it would take someone to, like a day like 30 minutes or an hour to go out there and do that just to pick up you know what I mean well you know they'll probably have work three. days on certain uh, weekends I mean yeah. if, if people yeah, would give an hour nice. a month to that cemetery I think they, hmm. that, they could really make a huge that's difference a good way to yeah. give back that. to your community yeah. it is absolutely. speaking of giving back to your community uh <laughs> Magnolia Fest is coming up. And, and Gadinkies. And Gadinkies. Mm-hmm. So we're super excited about that. And speaking of community, uh, this past week we gathered to pray. Who covered the... Uh 
National Prayer. Day of Prayer. I, I think National that was Vince. Yeah. I was at National I, Day of Prayer. I forget Prayer. what so I did. So they had a very large yeah. turnout. He tried to get a picture from up in the courthouse, but that didn't pan yeah, out. Yeah, it so. didn't pan out. So, so I, what did the, they have? Hundreds of people showed up at the courthouse. 250 people showed up shut at that event, the according door. to the organizers. They told me no, they didn't have the front door shut. Not for that. So uh, to, to give everybody just a little idea of what I was going to try to do is I w- the day before I had uh, one of the maintenance guys take me all the way up to the roof of the courthouse because I thought if the group the was top. large enough that it would be spread out enough that I would be able to get a photo looking down on it at Michelle's suggestion, which I thought was a great idea. However, they consolidated those 250 people into chairs and into such yeah. an area that wow. it was just impossible to get that They used to like join shot. hands in a circle. Yeah. And I thought that would be so cool. But yes. if they had 250 people there, well, that would That's have been a big one. Circle. I mean, they had been a heck of a circle. They had like 12 <laughs> ministers there. I mean, yeah. I think every every minister of every uh, of every religion in Columbus yeah, was you know there. What, yeah, and I, and I think it yeah. was because I covered it last year, and I think they did have about eight out there last year from wow. not mistaken. When Columbus so, yeah. Christian Center, the Disciples of Christ Church, is mm-hmm. getting a new minister, he was there for his first National Day of Prayer. I think he actually takes uh, office or, or takes uh, takes the pulpit either May or June the 15th. So look for something on him in the paper. So there's the a place of, of faith for us all in this county. Amen. That's exactly pl- right. Many places to go. Speaking of places, we got a place for you if you're a business. We're going to cut to our only ad for this week. Check it out. Uh, hello, this is Dr. Brian Morris, and uh, we're proud to sponsor the podcast. We'd like to say uh, congratulations to all of our 2018 Columbus High School graduates. Good luck in the future, and have a great rest of the year. And go Cowboys. I'm just <laughs> He's a Steeler fan, y'all. He's a diehard. If you want to get a Dr. Morris's good graces, bring him some Big Ben stuff or something. I don't know. Hi, this is Robert Russell, principal of Columbus High School. I say congratulations to the class of 2018. Hey, Jason, we just wrapped up. So uh, Weimer and Columbus both had their sports banquets. Mm-hmm. So how, how did those go? Yeah, it is the season to uh, recognize your kids. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> bask in their glory. Uh, and, and, yeah, you want to bask in their glory. I know you do. So you got to go pick up a, a copy of the this week's uh, bask edition. Bask in that glory. Uh, what is it? On page 14 this week, I got uh, the Columbus uh, – Sports banquet, all sports banquet. That's by the the Columbus uh, Booster Club. It's their oh god, don't get me a lion on the annual the the number of years, but yeah, they host that event. They were out at the what do we call it? The Columbus Hall. Now, forgive me, I usually want to call it KC, but now it's Columbus Hall out here on I ten. Uh, you had a, a a plethora of of high school athletes for the the Columbus Cardinals and Lady Cardinals who were honored. Uh, let's see. You had, you had uh, Ashley Trap. Uh, and, and the oh, sorry here. And the Weimer had theirs too. Don't forget, I forgot. Ashley yeah. Trap. <laughs> you had uh, one of the best softball pitchers. Ashley Trap and 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 Tayson Harris. They both received the male and uh, female <sighs> Cardinal Spirit Award. Woo. And then down the line, you move into your most valuable athletes. Uh, and that's that's across the entire calendar year. Excuse me. So boy and girl athletes on that, you had Tyreek Hancock Boom. and Isabel Toy. Yep. Now, aside from that, the Booster Club also uh, doles out scholarship money for, for your prospective graduate. Uh, well, not perspective. I would imagine they have their grades, colleges, their grades yeah. in line sure. by now. But uh. 
Heading to college, and actually they don't. If you don't, <laughs> if, you, if you don't, if you don't, a little plug. Hey, little, hey. If you don't, a little plug. The Cody Daniels group who advertises with us does great tutoring, tutoring, tutorial sessions. sessions. So yeah. he'll he'll get you in line if Boom. you're coming up short in social yeah, studies. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so they, they they handed out a number of scholarships. Uh, I think it was six for their primary uh, booster club scholarship uh, awards, and then they had one that that went out to Gabriel Weedo. And that uh, is is the scholarship that's in memoriam of Coach Lundgren, who uh, sadly died tragically about 12 years ago, I think it was, according to Coach Andy Jacobs in a, in a skiing accident. So, yeah, Columbus, they they, they, they showed up, showed out uh, boots and utes and all and, 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 and uh, got their kids uh, honored. And then we also had uh, the Weimar uh, Sports Banquet. Now, of course, I wasn't able to make it to it because – you guys don't put it in the cards for me to be everywhere. So the 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 Weimar Sports Banquet was about thirty minutes started thirty minutes prior to Columbus. So I had to shoot Vince out that way. And you you know you have your your usual uh, uh, appointed athletes who do a great thing for the Weimar community who who got uh, achievements in that right. And that was uh, Kami Kaisel, mm-hmm. uh, Darian Smith, and yep. uh, Garrett Olive. Yeah, so – oh, and I'm sorry, Eric Arvizu. I'm, I'm leaving and, kids And I'll tell you, I don't think there was a single kid that played athletics at the junior varsity or varsity level in Weimar that did not get some kind of recognition at that banquet. That, that, that's awesome. impeccable. They did an amazing job. Yeah. Uh, shout awesome. out to the athletic boosters for how they yeah. recognized yeah. their kids awesome. there. And, that, and that's uh, Coach Coach MacGyver over there. I know he's mm-hmm. getting a lot of help from uh, his, uh, his uh, current – coaching uh, staff because he's he is a newer ad but he's been doing a tremendous job in this short period so and 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 that's just a tribute to to the weimer program there speaking of sending vince out places the vince did you go take these magnolia bell photos and- uh, michelle and i took those okay, magnolia teamwork. bell photos or as somebody who called in today called them the bellies the magnolia the bellies, bellies. But it's the, the bells the bellies <laughs> belly dancers extra e that throws people off magnolia so bells. about magnolia magnolia days so if you will turn to that page right page two you will notice that the Magnolia uh, This is in B tour, section. This is page two yes, in page B section. Yes, page two of the B section has been going on for 56 years. This is Woo! the 56th year of and the Magnolia, Magnolia Homes And Magnolia Bells tours. that you see on B1 will actually be out giving tours of the homes. And if you miss the... The, the, the uh, historic homes tour, The historic right? homes tour. Yes. And they're going to they're gonna be dressed as Southern Bells, and they're going to be out, as they have been for, for many years, giving tours of the historic homes. For 54, 54 years, years. They started doing that the second year of the historic homes tour. Well, and thanks to... Uh, participation this year i know in years past we've only had a couple of girls so I'm, i was so happy this year to see so many girls returning to it and participating awesome. how yeah. many did we have vince gosh let's see we had four yeah, 10 10, 10 this, year. Bells this year yeah because yeah, i think yeah. last oh, year was only what like three two or three two yeah or three. i think it was three i think three years ago when i was a reporter it was about like five they're starting wow. to get a new yeah. resurgence so doubled their numbers this right. year awesome. then and we've got to give a shout out to Susan Chandler at Nesbitt Memorial Library here in Columbus for her continuous help. When we have things that have been going on for over half a century, um, yeah. you know, we don't have a half a century's worth of archives here in our That's building. That's twice my life. And, exactly. <laughs> so, so often I pick up the phone and say, Susan, help. And so she was the one that got me a lot of the background information we needed to track down. But the that's going to be next weekend. Tour. Actually, this coming weekend, we have Gadinky and Weimar. Yes, and I'll be judging You're going to be there. I'm going to be yeah, judging pies. I'm going to be there. I had to put it out there in the universe and I'm going to try to run this 5K. It's and looking he is. like it. Okay. 
And he is. I am. Okay, it's yeah, good Yeah, I'm going to come take pictures of him, maybe yeah. even some video. Yeah, And okay. I'm going to come eat the pie and drink some beer. There yeah. you go. My daughter will be in the parade. Uh, she is the JV mascot for, for Weimer, so I'll be taking pictures of the parade too, and I think uh, Vince will be out there yep. as well. Lori's going to have a booth selling Scentsy. We're, a whole citizen team the whole is going to be out of Gdinky. If you're not at Gdinky, you're nowhere Now, this wait, weekend. they have carnival not... rides this year, right? Yes, the carnival rides. This is a citizen adventure. We need to all get on it. There will also be a mechanical bull at Gdinky. We need to all get on these rides as a citizen adventure. I have the idea. This is a bonding I have a strong feeling that I may exceed the weight limit for those rides, but I will do my best. I'm not getting on that bull. Okay, so we were talking about athletic banquets earlier. Tis the season of all... All of the awards, and if you were to look at my calendar for the next two weeks, you would see just a, wow. a ton of we academic awards. We are in graduation hell. Yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think Michelle's telling you kids to fail more, so that way we don't have all these back-to-back oh, -back so graduations. Much. For the FFA banquet, so for much. all of the top awards, if we had actually put all of uh, and this is the and we top can't put award. you all in yeah not we not can't. just like you know some some other lesser There's tier awards we would have had 29 photographs in the paper the so we banquet. weren't able to do all of those but it's not just the athletic kids that are getting recognized right now for example if you look in the a section of the columbus paper you'll see that color the colorado county citizen that the columbus high school is having their academic banquet coming up and yeah. also naming their distinguished alumni uh, so that's something that's coming up. We'll be there to cover that and cover the awards the kids are receiving. It's band banquet season. Weimer just had their band banquet. Uh, the John Philip Sousa Award is one of the major awards you'll see given out at all of the band banquets. Dreitner's doing such a good job. He there is. I mean, that that first set of ones in in you know over twenty years. That that's a very for people that don't know a lot about high school band. It is. It can be very tough to get some of these achievements consistently like a sweepstakes or straight ones, especially in the smaller schools like Weimar. So they're, they're doing a great Weimar. job. And, and if you and, look... And what, what we had our, uh, here in Columbus, though, he was injured. Our band He was record. injured, oh, yes, yeah. but they still, got, they still got ones. I don't, he's not back no, yet. He's, oh, he's yeah. not back. No. So and, uh, and we'll probably find out more about his condition at the band banquet in the next okay. week or so. But the FFA kids in Columbus just had their banquet. They uh, inducted two honorary chapter farmers, or actually three which is if you are somebody in the community that gives great service to, to FFA and helps out it's kind of their highest civilian honor that they're wow. able That's to cool. give yeah. and they, they put three people in as honorary chapter farmers this year and they, they also gave some great awards to a large number of kids I think $57,000 worth of scholarships that those That's FFA amazing. That's so cool. earned so what's coming down the pike that people can look forward to that's well, happening? Well, one thing that I, I graduation, think Graduation, more graduation. More graduation. More, graduation. more award ceremonies. <laughs> and it's, it's kindergarten not graduation. Not high school Eighth either. You, you also have junior high. Why do they start I was having over kindergarten Columbus graduation? I'm sorry, go ahead. Columbus Junior High? Columbus yeah. Junior High last night uh, with our principal, Leopold. and Leo, He's the man. And our parochial schools are graduating yes. in two yes. weeks. Yes. We have St. Anthony's and St. Michael's graduating eighth graders um, next week. There's probably a daycare graduation. Isn't that your too? daughter? My daughter will be graduating eighth grade. Do you from think St. you're going to cry at the Oh, definitely. They do a they do a passing of the torch in church, oh, no. where they give one candle and they and they pass and they light the candle of the seventh graders and they blow theirs out and leave and never come back. Oh, it is so dramatic. Oh my gosh! No. Seventh graders, eighth graders. <laughs> <laughs> What's the big deal? No, no, that is so melodramatic. Do you know what yes, I mean? It like, is. You blow out your candle. But they get it. The tribe has spoken. They wear like a t-shirt though. They have like a t-shirt. 
shirt, though. You have says, aged out. Once a sword, always a sword. But they do it in the school colors that they're mm-hmm. going to. So she'll Aww. have like a Weimar Wildcat shirt Aww. with once a sword, always a but sword. But where else are kids going to go? They go to Sacred Heart in Howitzville to continue oh. a parochial education. Uh-huh. There's a couple of kids in her class going to Howitzville. Yeah. Okay. So, so your daughter's... Yeah, My daughter's know, going to Weimar. Let us know how that goes. You're, I will. You're it's it's very sad. I'll so, cry. And we've also got two other things coming up. We've got Law Enforcement Appreciation Week, and we've got on May the 15th at 7 p.m. the Nash, uh, the Peace Officer Memorial to honor all of the fallen peace officers That's here wonderful. Oh, that's I'm nice. really looking forward and to I'm that. And I'm looking forward to that as well. I think it's going to be a great, great ceremony and a well-attended event. Um, and then also something that I went to today that will be in the paper next week. Um, for 50 years, the Columbus has not had a plant show sponsored by the Garden Club. There has oh, wow. not been one. And these are big deals. They're part of a national organization. They're juried by judges that come in from like Austin and Houston. And so I had the opportunity to go visit their plant show earlier. And let me tell you, there was a philodendron leaf like as big as the desk over here. That, that you just said words that show. I don't need. You just made noises with your mouth as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> I, I mean, I, you almost, it was like you were in Jurassic Park. Oh, that's cool. You. I know that movie. But I mean, they had orchids. They had roses. They had all sorts of... Uh, of, uh, of plants that won great awards and they had a best in show. So we'll have a little coverage of That's that awesome. in this week's paper. And then they're busy for an organization. Are. The Columbus garden club is so busy. They're going to be at the elementary school tomorrow, working with every single child in the elementary school on a butterfly project. Wow. They're going to be there from nine until three. And then they're going somewhere downtown to help kids with some kind of a how many members they have. But I think them. they have about 50. I mean, it's, wow. it's probably the most active club in Columbus. And if you, drive through Columbus and you see a grouping of flowers or plants that are well maintained that are not in a private yard you can probably thank the Columbus Garden mm, Club that's for that. awesome that's incredible anything else oh uh, let's see um well just because my sports season's ending uh high school wise doesn't mean that the section stops so I do need your help I'm looking for feature stories. I, I've got a couple features College on the horizon. Kids, Where are you College at? kids. I know you you high school kids go off to AAU select leagues off in uh, Weimar with with Milton and the the, the Tech Star League. Good old Milton. Uh, speaking of which, we got a feature on Macy Kerpek, uh, uh former yeah, well week, actually yeah. current Tech Star uh, volleyball member. She's up, uh, verbally committed to uh, McNeese State. But anyways, so yeah, I'm also I'm always looking for feature stories, even down to the little league. Uh, you know, Columbus, they're big in the little league season. You had uh, their team that uh, went all the way to the Southwest region last year, so they're looking to actually take it all the way to the to the uh, little league World Series this year. Hold it, wow. some of those members actually were on the uh, the Texas uh, Force. Uh, select team that just returned this past weekend from uh, an undefeated tournament victory at the third Ooh, annual yeah, Diamond in a Rough tournament in New Caney. So, yeah, I know you're all's kids are big in that. And any kind of so sports are call. good. I mean, right? Yeah. Archery, tumbling, seven on anything. Seven, competition. seven on seven, yeah. Seven any on seven leagues. I love seven on seven. So okay. High one, score. One thing I forgot to mention, too. So, uh, Friday, the Weimar City Council is meeting. And because it's end of the year and Gadinki festivals, etc., a lot of the meetings times have been shifted. But one thing that's happening at the Weimar City Council meeting that kind of got started in the Citizen, you'll remember if you followed our Black History Month coverage that we helped you learn oh, about a woman yes. named Etta Moten uh-huh. Barnett. So she's a, a native of Weimar, and she was the first African-American woman to sing at the White House. Yeah. George Gershwin wrote the role of Bess and Porgy and Bess for her. Um, the Texas Historical Commission has something called Untold Stories Markers, which uh, the, there's a period from May the 1st until June 15th open to get those those in. 
And I uh, was the one that did a lot of the research on Etta Moten Barnett to put her in the paper. So I've written a narrative for her to get a marker. And the uh, uh, spoke with Mayor Milton Kohler a couple weeks ago, and he's put it on the agenda. They're going to see if they will agree to put that marker on city property. And then if they do, the following week, Mm -hmm. I'll be taking it before the Historical Commission, of which I'm a member, and then get a letter of support from them. Untold Stories markers go through a little bit differently than other markers because they want to streamline the process. Uh, But I'm, I'm really hoping that we can help Weimer recognize how wonderful that that is incredible and I think also next Monday they have Weimer school board yes they do I just noticed that agenda I think we have like six meetings now on Monday so we may have to cut ourselves in half I'm gonna I'm gonna toss this out here before we wrap up I want to keep it short teacher appreciation week so pop teacher that's made a difference in your life that you appreciate on top of your head but it's got to be short I'll start off because I'm gonna give you guys a second Uh, I in high school I did debate for one year and the teacher was Magna Morale she's still teaching now and she's taught me to think critically and all that stuff and that's where i think all my love of everything reporting and sales and all that stuff started from like uh basically high school debate room so that's wonderful that was cool that was cool. uh i had to go with uh, i have to name two sister laura and mrs caroline groman at uh, st michael's both of them taught me uh public speaking speech confidence in myself entering all of the psia competitions uh writing poetry finding that side of me so that i could be more outgoing Awesome. Uh, they both influenced me heavily, and I, I love them both. Jason, you need a minute? I'm from nowhere in this area, so y'all won't know any of my teachers. And well, most of, most of my ones in the lower years, I, I can't give much kudos to. So I'm going to give a <laughs> shout-out to uh, <laughs> uh, their names are uh, Irene Abergo and Marianne Odom. They were both my uh, journalism instructors and advisors at uh, back in San Antonio, at San Antonio Community College. Uh, it's, there you uh, go. So, you know, they, they got me into this, this frame, of, frame of thinking uh, journalistically that's kind of helping me out now. So that, that's, that's where I'll leave mine at. There you go, Vince. Okay, well, I'm going to do it really quickly. But Vince is like, I got a laundry list of people. Sh- give a shout out to three. Three uh, now. So my high school band director, uh, Ray Vardaman, I have to give him a shout out because I was, I was drum major for two years under Mr. V. And he um, helped me learn a lot about leadership and, and giving back to the organizations that you're involved in. And then, of course, my high school journalism teacher, uh, Cindy uh, Thatcher. She was Cindy Dubose at the time. She's now the principal at Hawkins High School in uh, Wood County in East Texas. Um, she really helped uh, continue to spark my interest in, in journalism. I was editor of the school papers under her for a couple years. And then uh, Janice Duncan, who currently lives uh, in this area out in Livingston, she was my high school history teacher. And I did current issues and events for oh, her with UI. Yeah. And um, she she really helped me develop my writing a lot, as did uh, Miss Dubose. And I just want to give a shout out to all three of those guys and gals. Love them to death. Awesome. And actually, speaking of Livingston, uh, I'm going to try to also do a, a few little fishing features over the summer. Oh, that's I just got in I some, love fishing. Some, new, some new lures. You, you, you put it back, beat it back into my head with the Livingston comment mm-hmm. from Livingston Lures. Uh, got in two two fishing lures, and I'm not a big aficionado in the fishing. Fresh, but anyways, yeah, I think the if I'm not mistaken, the lures work for both the the saltwater wow. and freshwater. Well, I'm going down to I'm Corday. I can some try them out. Of those They're ambidextrous. On, right on fa- well, yeah, and if, if Michelle's going fishing, I'll try them out. 
And then, and then, you know and then we'll I was going to give him as a giveaway to one oh, of you all. Okay, let him give him away. Let him give him okay. away. But anyway, so yeah, I'll, I'll take a screenshot of those, post yeah. those on the Facebook along with the podcast. So here's how the now, next week, I will have some uh, Splashway tickets for you. Boom. So oh, here's awesome. how the giveaway is going to work. You have to share this podcast on somewhere yep. on your social thing. Multiple and tag us. Yeah, let's and give, tag let's us give and those lures away. We'll give you away a lure, so that's exciting. And uh, next week, we will have Splashway tickets splash to give tickets. away. Yeah, on here on the pod. Here so, on the pod, and yeah. you're going to have to listen to the pod and do something the pod to oh, get those tickets. One thing we also need to give a shout out to is there is an ad in the paper. Uh, there will be an orchestra. I believe it's the oh, Fayette, Fayetteville County the Fayetteville Chamber, Chamber That of is music. going to be, there's going to be one at Columbus Elementary, I believe. So check that ad out in the paper. You have the opportunity to hear some great classical great. music right yes. here in Colorado yes. County. And as a matter of fact, I'll be doing the same thing in a couple of weeks. Uh, the Houston Symphony was kind enough to give me uh, some tickets to their Rite of Spring uh, by Igor yeah. Stravinsky, uh, which is normally a ballet, but the symphony is doing it with a 3D rendition of a ballet that, that will be That'd shown. Be cool. And Braxton, didn't you get some feedback from one of your advertisers oh, yeah, that totally was that was advertising with? Tell totally me about space. that. Yeah, you beat it. Yeah, to quote him, you totally beat it back in a minute to talk about it. So I uh, just went and saw an advertiser who's uh, hiring. Uh, she's a pool cleaning business. She's amazing. And Mary's uh, Pool Service. Mary's she's pool an service. advertiser. We'll yeah. talk the about it. Okay. Lake was talking about buying equipment from her. Mary's Pool yeah. Service. We talked for like 30, 40 minutes, and she was like, listen, uh, people say advertising doesn't work in newspapers, but it does because y'all brought me three people. Wow. Uh, and so uh, they said. Because she needs people working there badly. Yeah, so badly. If you need a job, you want to work on pools. And her and, and, and so her ad is not only running in our paper, it's also running <laughs> on our website as well. So it's running I everywhere. I want to swim in them. Yeah. yeah, I like to swim. But they, so so Mary does need help. Mary she does. I might need a pool. Even myself, just summer so, yeah. help. She said before. Even just yeah, summer help. Summer help. And she'll train you. And it's a job, especially high school students. She said can take off to college. It takes and work hours. anywhere. Work it's, anywhere. It takes sixty days to learn it. If you can commit to it, and after that, like she said, you can do anything anywhere. So it's, trust it's, me, you're gonna need some money in your pocket come uh, <laughs> yeah, September. Come August, yeah, September. Yeah, that beer ain't is gonna not keep free giving college you money. Kids, beer is not. Hey, free. hey, yeah. they're only eighteen. They're not drinking. Oh, I'm beer. sorry. I'm sorry. That's right. <laughs> what the heck That's are you right. talking? Not doing what that. school did you go to? Colorado County Citizen. We didn't do that at Texas A&M San Antonio. We didn't do that at Texas A&M Commerce either. We did do that at Southwest Texas. Is there still County a Southwest Texas out there? No, it's Texas State. And Texas when I went State. there, it was I Southwest Texas. When I went there, it was Southwest Texas. I'm not old, people. All right, I'm not buddy. old. But you, but you oh, you said Bobcats. I actually forgot about the Wildcats. Uh, <laughs> hey, well, man, that's a, this is your community. These are your kids. Tell them to stop being so athletically inclined. No, Jason. But no, anyways, Jason. you got the Weimar Wildcats. They'll be playing on uh, Thursday night. Um, they've the advanced the to the second round. This is the boys. Wow. Okay. Are they playing Big Baseball. Sandy Thursday? They are playing Big Sandy, Big and there are two Sandy. Big Sandy. So in Texas, it is Big Sandy Dollardsville. And I, actually, oh. if I'm not mistaken, I think they played uh, Big Sandy last year. See, uh, I the thought Weimer it was the Wildcats Big Sandy did. in East Texas, where before Wood yep. County was yep. wet, that's where everybody had nah, to drive for their nah, booze. So nah, I'm wrong. Nah, today. Okay. Different one. Different one. Hey, Dollardsville. Taking it to an taking it to an NFL trivia question. What? NFL coach with the longest tenure was from Big Sandy, or was he's up there? Lovey me there. I never heard of Big Sandy until I came. Nah. Lovey Smith so is from Big Sandy. Lovey Smith. Lovey Smith is from Come Big Sandy. Come on. Yeah, yeah, he's from the Big Sandy in East Texas, though. He's yeah. from the Big Sandy. Is there a different Big Sandy? Wait, there's yeah. two Big Sandys in Texas. Yeah. Yes. Wait, big what? Sandys. There's Big Sandy Wait. in Upshur County. Hold on. There's Big Sandy wherever. In Dollarsville. Get you an atlas. Come on. Yeah, we need a Google Maps. Lord, I apologize. Shout out to Google. It might be the right. You have a 50 percent chance of being correct. <laughs> <laughs> but, there, but 
my point still stands, though. My, my, my <laughs> just not from that. There's a big township landing. everywhere in Texas. I mean, right. we even got a Paris. There's an Come Egypt, on. Texas. Oh, Paris Cairo. is not just a township. There's an Egypt, Paris Texas outside of LaGrange. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. It yeah. used yeah. to be a township. Now oh, no. I guess it's a our family fl- flourishing commerce. Now. <laughs> my dad owned three dry cleaners in Paris, okay. and I hate to say it's the most miserable. Well, so you city. can say you've been to Paris. I've been to Paris, France. But anyways, well, you're just too lucky. Oh God, God love you, and you're a better person for it. I sure am. I didn't get to see the Louvre, but that's all right. I did. I walked. Powered all the way through it. Anyway, come on. Uh, <laughs> but you can't do a 5K, but you can power through the loop. Uh, He's gonna do the 5K. Oh, He's gonna do the 5K. Man. Burn. And Michael Fur, the county EMS coordinator, he just is shot you state. in the leg. In I don't think you're gonna be running. See, for the this next weekend. week, everything like, Braxton asked me. For the next week, Braxton, everything you asked me, I'm gonna say if you do the 5K. Oh, <laughs> hey, did 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 Fur win uh, city council? Kurt, oh yeah, that's a good. Uh, yeah, Michael, Michael Fur, the Colorado County EMS coordinator here, is now a, won his city council membership. And Shiner. How are you going to keep up with all this, Mike? I thought it was Sealy. No, Shiner. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's been, where his family is from yeah, uh, that okay. area. His dad was well, from, his yeah. dad was the county. He also has there. family where I used to live in Grand Saline. That's we how did a feature I, story I on him. him. Yeah, we Braxton do. did a feature story. Oh, Braxton Go did. Braxton. Yeah, last mm-hmm. summer. That was yeah. a pretty good story for you, Braxton. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Burned again. <laughs> y'all want See, Braxton some, y'all now want sells advertising. I can't run a 5K anymore. Braxton sells advertising. off. I sell ads. I sell ads. To grads, get in the grad tab. I don't sell that. He does. He does. Graduation section. He's about to be working on Reader's Choice. Amen. Amen. So, uh, the more ads you buy, the more paper we can do. The more pictures. You've only got to the fifteenth to turn in your ballots. If you need more ballots, come by the Citizen. We'll be happy to sell them to you. You know what? Little off topic here. I need to take some papers to Potter's today or tomorrow. Don't let me forget. You better do that. All right, everybody. So this has been a fun, fun fun-filled, brand new edition of the Collar County Citizen Citizen Confidential Podcast. We have Boom Arms. This has been a fun uh, time to produce. We have some new equipment. New equipment. And listen, feel free to uh, subscribe to this, whatever platform you're listening to, and share with a friend. If you want a fishing lure to go use. Give me a call. Fishing lures. Share this post. Or you can win it and give it to me. Okay. Yeah. So. And, and and throw your kids to me too. Throw mm-hmm. your kids to me. I, I need some more stories. Not physically throw them. Yeah, absolutely. No, okay. you can physically throw them. Okay. He I just know you want them out of the house but... anyway. All right. Anyway, tell them to stop and by my office if they, if they got a fresh and an exciting new story for me. This is this has been. I don't know what to say. This hey, has been, this has been a great podcast. This has been yeah, a good good attempt. My favorite one so far. <laughs> Tune in next week. <laughs> we're getting better and better. We are getting better and better, man. Listen, right, we're, we're going to be trending soon. Subscribe. I'm Braxton. I'm Vince. I'm Michelle. And Jason. Oh, Lord. Okay. Love it. (laughs) You're listening to Citizen Confidential, a podcast for the Colorado County Citizen. This week, our sponsor for this podcast is Columbus ISD. I was talking to some people yesterday, and they were asking me questions about this. A lot of folks are confused. I'm just, I know I'm leaving off names. Forgive me, y'all. There's too many names in your all schools. Your kids are too good. Uh, we stayed outside a lot and having fun before we realized there was stuff inside to do, too. <laughs> hey, M-double-O. Hello We're not allowed there. to call K-Mood. They do now, though. What do they call them? K-M-double-O. Now they can call it K-Mood. K-Mood. But when Sam Curry owned it, we were K-M-double-O. You get fired if you call it K-Mood. Oh, Lord.